HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, a supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information, visit corin.com. This week on a special bonus episode of Meet and 3, we find out how Brexit could be changing the way that Brits eat. If you're not getting your food from the European Union, where Britain gets 30% directly, well, where are you going to get it from? As I put very succinctly, bye-bye fresh peaches from Italy, hello tinned peaches from Florida. Bye-bye fresh oranges, hello tinned oranges. Bye-bye free-range beef, hello hormone-injected beef. Tune in to hear about the UK's struggle to stabilize its food system on Meat and 3, HRN's weekly food news roundup, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Japanese. I'm your host, Aki Kotema, a food writer and the director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every day in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi ramen izakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is so mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And my guest today is Katsushi Sakai, who is a sushi head chef um, at Kyoya, the iconic Japanese restaurant in East Village, Manhattan. And sushi began to um, draw attention around the world in the U.S. around uh, 1960s. And uh, the popularity probably has seen exponential growth since 1980s. So I'm sure it was unimaginable, unimaginable 50 years ago that many Americans eat raw fish on a daily basis. And Katsushi came to New York in 2004 after working in Ginza, Tokyo, which is the capital of greatest sushi restaurants. He built his career from assistant to head chef um, to head chef himself at the legendary Sushi Den in New York, and he also worked at the Sushi Ginza Nodera and the Sushi Nakazawa, two of the most reputable sushi restaurants in New York City before he joined Kyoya. Without doubt, Katsushi is one of the talented chefs who had been supporting popularity of the sushi in New York City. 
So today we'll discuss、uh, how he built his career as a sushi chef, his philosophy of sushi making after 22 years of experience in Japan and in New York City in total, and he balances sustainability and high, highest quality of fish and much, much more. But quickly before we start, Japan News is available on Heritage Radio Network website as well as on iTunes, Stitch, and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Stitch, and Spotify and subscribe to Japan News. And please write a review. We really appreciate your feedback. And、uh, I have a quick announcement. So I wrote a book about Japanese food,、um, and it recently came out in Japan in December 2019. And now it's available worldwide on Amazon website. So, the book is called、uh, A Complete Guide to Japanese Cuisine, and the Japanese title is Ego de Gaido. There are two titles because it's written in both English and Japanese side by side. And the book is kind of a mini encyclopedia of Japanese food, and it covers 90 dishes, sweets, and beverages with fun facts along with the foundational philosophy and the history of Japanese cuisine. And you can bring the book with you on your trip to Japan, of course, or to your favorite restaurant、um, as a guidebook. And if you work at, at a Japanese restaurant, it can be your go to reference. Also, if you grew up in Japan, the book is useful to explain the basics of Japanese food accurately to non Japanese people. Or it can be a fun textbook for both English and Japanese language learners. It is available in bookstores in Japan and stores,、uh, some bookstores outside Japan, such as Kinokuniya. As well as an, an Amazon worldwide.、Um, previously, it was available only on Amazon Japan, but now you can order it on Amazon website. So,、um, again, the title is A Complete Guide to Japanese Cuisine, and in Japanese, Ego de Gaido, Gaikokujin Echiban Tabetai, Pashok Kyujusen. I hope you will enjoy reading it. Now, let's start our conversation with Katsushi Sakai. Welcome. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> so,、um, well, full disclosure, I had a great dinner at、uh, Kyoya already. So,、uh, it was such a memorable sushi experience at the beautiful counter. So,、uh, to begin, where are you from and、uh, what did you eat when you grew up?、Uh, I'm from Saitama near the Tokyo uh, 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 in Japan. Okay.、Yeah. And did you grow up eating? Maybe sushi, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I like、uh, fish, seafood. So,、uh, because my parents from uh, Nagasaki uh, in Japan,、uh, Kyushu Island, yes.、Right. There is、uh, so many kinds of seafood, fish, yeah.、Mm, right. Well, my, my father was from Kumamoto. Oh, really? And、uh, he actually grew up in an island in Kumamoto.、Mm. So, it's obsessive fish eating. But I just go to there、uh, just、uh, summertime、mm. when I was kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay, and、uh, so how did you decide to become a sushi chef?、Uh, after graduating from high school, I worked for a served restaurant、uh, for a while, but、uh, started working at a sushi restaurant only when I was about 24 years old.、Mm, right. So, just because you like fish so much, you decided to become a sushi chef. Yes. But,、um, I mean, becoming a great chef requires a lot of time and mental and even spiritual commitment, as described in a film like Jiro Dream of Sushi. So, in your case,、uh, where did you study、uh, sushi making?、Mm. 
Yes, sushi lesson in Ginza, where I worked first started and、uh, I'm still studying. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah> . Permanent student. <laughs>、yeah. Right. So,、um, so you, you joined the sushi,、uh, sushi den Ginza,、yeah. which is one of the most、uh, popular restaurants. And,、uh, so, and then you came to New York, right? So, I, as far as I understand, the sushi den、yeah. was established in 1955. So, it's right now, it's a 65 year old sushi restaurant.、Mm. And they have、um, 35 restaurants,、uh, casual to high end sushi restaurants. So, it's a big company. And、uh, so, you came to New York to work at Sushi Den in New York. So, did you ask for it? Did you apply for the position in New York?、Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Because you wanted to be a part of New York City. Yeah.、Uh, yeah, because、uh, you worked in Sushi Den,、yeah. Ginza, and Akasaka, both. So at that time, I think you had a six year experience as、yeah. a sushi、uh, chef. Yeah. So I was always interested in working、uh, abroad. So... Uh, my favorite job was the、uh, best opportunity to go to abroad. Yeah.、Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. And,、uh, and it's New York City.、Yeah. So, okay. And、uh, so, when you, you know, after six years of working in Ginza and Nagasaka and come to New York,、mm. what was the biggest difference, like、uh, something shocking、uh, to you? So, When I was came, just in 2004,、mm. so, so many people have、uh, eaten sushi in New York since lunchtime. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I didn't think so.、Right. <laughs> yeah. But now, yeah. So it's、mm. like,、uh, well, it's only 16 years ago. Yeah. So there's a change, I think.、Yeah. Right. Because,、uh, so I, I said at the beginning, I think 1980s, you know, Nobu became yeah, popular and yeah, more stylish.、Yeah. So people started to look at sushi、yeah. as more kind of high end, not like lunch only. It's like、uh, the、uh, American people like,、uh, eat a business lunch.、Mm, yeah. Right. Interesting. So I think, well, nowadays it's, it's all day food. Yes. Right? Lunch, snack. Of course, dinner and people pay a lot of money for dinner、yes. too. So,、um, yeah, the, you spent 18 years at Sushi Den. So, you know, 18, it's like studied from assistant to head chef and finishing as、mm. head chef yourself.、Mm. So,、yeah. what did you learn from the experience at the Sushi Den?、Uh, yeah, this is the first time I have learned the. Greatness and the pleasure of working and abroad from the very beginning as a chef.、Mm, yeah. Right. So, and dealing with, I'm sure a lot of customers are、yeah. Americans too. Right. So, did you have any surprises? Like, you know, people put too much wasabi or、yeah. soy sauce, kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, wasabi, soy sauce, yeah. Right. But did you accommodate if they ask? Did you add more wasabi or soy sauce at that time? Yeah, I'm just surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. And,、uh, so, and in 2016, you left Sushiden 
kind of graduated from sushi then, I think. And uh, you worked at Sushi Ginza Nodera and then Sushi Nakazawa, um, so, which are both in New York and the most um, popular, uh, well-known sushi restaurants, two of them. So why did you decide to make sushi at different restaurants? Mm. So uh, I get the green card. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I wanted to uh, experience it uh, uh, at the restaurant. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um, are they different? Were they very different from sushi den? Yeah. Because sushi den is pretty classic, traditional. Yeah, yes. And I think sushi ginza onodera also. Yes, Japanese, yeah, really Japanese style. Right, yeah. Because it came from, like sushi den, there's a parent company, mm. and uh, that's more like they're sending the culture to New York. Mm. And but what about Shinakazawa? How did Shinakazawa you? Shinakazawa is a high-end sushi style. The uh, well, the worldwide uh, retaining taste of Nakazawa's train. Mm. Mm. Right. So do you know Nakazawa-san? Yes. Yeah. Are you friends? Yes, but not. Mm, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> right. What do you think about... He's busy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I... Uh, well, I, I keep inviting him to the show, but he says, yeah, no English, please. Although I, he does speak English, so... Um, yeah, so what do you think about the style of um, cuisine or the ambience of uh, Nakazawa's style? Nakazawa's style. Yeah. I think it's... Um, it's not classic, almost the opposite of yes. sushi den in a way. I think it's more like, a, to me, it's like a theater if you go mm. and then mostly non-American and non-Japanese customers yeah. and there's a sommelier, like, yeah. you might... Yes, yeah. Uh, he, uh, his customer, his restaurant customer is like uh, almost uh, uh, non-Japanese, mm. yeah. Right. Mm. And uh, well, the sommeliers, would they wear suits and then yes. serving sake yeah, yeah. as well as wine. Yeah. So did you but like... That's so beautiful, yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you like that? I mean, kind of... Yes. What do you think of that non-traditional style? Do you think it's a... Uh, um, it was some, some Japanese people might think that it's non-traditional. Yeah. But did you like the idea of I don't want to really give <laughs> put you in a spot, but you know, I think well before the show we discussed actually that you know it's just a different um, service. Probably it might be expanding the pie of sushi, the concept of sushi in New York. So I think your answer is yes. All right, so um, so let's take a quick break here, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk about sushi's style of sushi at the Kyoya. So please stay with us. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, a supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. Corin is proud of their Japanese culture and traditions, but they want you to know that their products are not just for Japanese restaurants, 
The knives and tableware bring out the best qualities of food from every culture and fit into every restaurant, from French to Pan Asian to American. And that is why they are located in New York City, where people from every country in the world come to eat. Cohen's Tribeca Showroom is home to the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan. Stop by to view the exquisitely designed tableware and the well-aged natural sharpening stones. They have a whole range of knife services, from repair and rust removal to reshaping and realigning. Cohen is dedicated to this ideal, bringing the highest quality Japanese design to your table, so you can experience the unparalleled quality of Japanese craftsmanship in your home or restaurant. For more information, visit coin.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japanese broadcasting live from a studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Aki Kotayama, and my guest today is Katsushi Sakai, who is the sushi head chef at Kyoya, the iconic Japanese restaurant in East Village, Manhattan. He has uh, 22 years of experience as a sushi chef in Japan and in New York in total. So let's talk about your current job now at Kyoya. So you, be- you began working at Kyoya as head chef in July 2019. So how did it happen? Uh, I had a chance to meet the owner uh, of the Kyoya. Mm. From a certain point of time and from the time I was asked to talk to about the sushi restaurant. Mm. Right, but Kyoya um, didn't have sushi before. And yes, they have just like a press style sushi, a right. box style sushi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a Kansai style. Yeah. Right. Because what you make is nigiri, edomae, Tokyo style sushi, yeah. and box sushi is yeah. something else. Right. Um, yeah, by the way, uh, Kyoya is a very um, kind of uh, speakeasy kind of yes, <laughs> yeah secret yeah, yes it's like a secret let's say yeah. right and that's the uh, owner um, owner's intention and there's no sign in Koya and it's village there's a basement basically yes yeah it's uh, but it's it's amazing I well, that's one one of my favorite and uh, the former chef executive chef Chikara Sano He's an amazing person yes. and super talented chef. He's mm. a, he left for opening his own place, I think. Um, yeah, but then whatever, um, I made a reservation. I called up and then asked to save a press sushi. That was limited number mm. per day. Yeah. So, yes, I'm glad that now Kyoya starts serving real sushi, Edomai-style sushi, too. All right, so, um, yeah, so what is the concept i mean what kind of japanese restaurant uh is Kyoya? Kyoya. Uh, it is a japanese restaurant using a uh, it's like a domestic and a foreign ingredients mm. yeah so kind of i don't like the word fusion but my kind of western uh, yes ingredients, like very traditional mm. yeah right so traditional style but in ingredients are local. And local, yeah. Mm, right. So it used to be there's a kaiseki section and uh, a la carte menu. So you can just order many different things. But what you have is a separate sushi counter, right? Um, so why do you think, um, you know, the Kyoya decided to build a new sushi counter? 
for you? Uh, so, so I get the chance from the owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, how do you think about? He he told me. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do right. you do you want to do a sushi sushi bar? <laughs> like yeah. Right. Yeah. So probably. They saw the popularity of sushi and yeah. they were thinking, and then found you, so they're convinced, I think. So, and uh, right now, what kind of menus are served at Kyoya? Mm-hmm. I mean, your, your thing, your sushi menu, mm-hmm. which we're going to talk about in a moment, but what are the other menus? Menu, uh, so. They are doing a uh, uh, kaiseki course, but uh, now I only have a sushi bar and, uh, and arakaruto menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, while main thing in its uh, quality. Mm, yeah. Right. Okay, so nothing changed in terms yeah. of that since uh, Sono-san left. Yeah. yeah. But by the way, so um, the... This company, I mean, the Kyoya is owned by the Yoshida Restaurant Group, uh, which is really the hidden foundation yeah. of everything happening almost in East Village, um, along with um, you know some other great restaurants. So Kyoya's uh, owner owns also Angel Share, which is such a cool Japanese-style yeah. cocktail bar yes. with a big history, and uh, Village Yokojo, Panya, Sharaku, and uh, course sunrise mart which is in it's you can't live without <laughs> japanese food then that's the place you go the sunrise mart is one of the greatest yes. uh, yeah, japanese grocery stores in new york and also they opened a japan village in the industry city uh, last year and uh, the ceo of yoshida restaurant group um irina yoshida came to the show uh, last year too so yeah, it's just a very exciting company. And what's really amazing about Kyoya is that they don't say me, me, me. It's really hidden, hidden secretly providing the highest quality mm. always. So I think it's a great place that you joined. So, um, the okay, so next question is about what style of sushi do you offer at Kyoya? Oh. So leave the atmosphere of uh, kaiseki cuisine and uh, offer uh, other dishes besides sushi between sushi. Mm. Yeah. What do you mean by that? So basically, you you have many. Um, so what? Was this only omakase? Yeah. Right? Oma, uh, sushi kaiseki. Sushi kaiseki. Yeah, yeah. Right. The omakase yeah, only. Yeah. So, and how many courses? Uh, first, uh, three or uh, two or three uh, dishes coming, and after that, uh, five piece sushi and uh, one dish coming. Mm-hmm. And after this, uh, five piece sushi. Mm five piece after sushi coming from kitchen uh, grilled fish or steam something like that right and the hand roll uh, two more piece sushi and the soup and the dessert mm. do you change it every day uh, yes just little by little okay yeah. so the market right um, yeah so do you try to be traditional what style of sushi 
do you offer? It's a very classic style of sushi. Yeah, basically, yes. Classic, yeah, like a traditional. Yeah. Mm. What, what, what is not traditional, maybe, for example? Not uh, like a, a fusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, an example. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, well, I think um, I didn't see anything dramatically like, you know, foie gras or uh, caviar. Yes. Now that I think I don't use uh, like mm, yeah uh, caviar mm. uh, trif right uh, yeah but we have uh, so many ingredients uh, because the uh, Kyoya restaurant has a uh, oh yeah yeah, right. yeah of course meat and vegetable and uh, yeah, everything yeah. right so there's a whole group has a uh, yeah the purchasing power so you yeah. have a lot of ingredients wow that's great um. Yeah, so what, what's the most important thing? What's the, what do you think is the essence of great sushi for you? Mm. So sushi is uh, when rice and uh, ingredients condition uh, much well. Mm. Yeah. So meaning the quality of sushi, of the fish itself. Yeah. Where do you get your fish from? From Japan or about eighty five percent of uh, fish from Japan also use uh, domestic and uh, foreign fish. Mm. Yeah. Right. So, what's the? I mean, that's a lot of fish from Japan, but you said it's yeah. a full quality, yeah. right? Um, so, what's the difference in quality? If you get from Japan fish from Japan, what is the difference? Is that a freshness or? Uh, uh. So I think, um, yeah, I think uh, I think when we had a dinner, I had a dinner at uh, Kyoya in front of you. You said um, so. Even the quality of fish is becoming even better from Japan, probably because this American market is growing so fast. So America, uh, the shipment to America, is becoming more kind of priority probably like that and uh, so you said you're going to use uh, you use local fish as well yes right. yes yeah so what kind of local fish do you use so I use just so now uh, kind of clam and uh, shellfish mm. yeah oh because they you can't get them from Japan mostly uh, or uh, clam and uh, yeah I like a uh, miruga giant clam mm. and uh, uh, oyster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. This is good. Yeah, in local one. Mm. Yeah, because it's fresher, maybe. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. And what what kind of fish uh, do they have to be from Japan? From Japan. Yeah, only yeah. from Japan. Like available in Japan. What kind of fish do you get from from Japan? Uh, kind of white fish and a kind of mackerel. Uh, yes. Right. Like that. Yeah. Because mm. I mm. think uh, the kind of shiny fish, bluish yes. fish. Yes, yeah, kind of yeah, mackerel. Ma- right. ma- yeah. Because I, I, I almost never see fresh mackerel in many other places because I think it's 
so perishable, so you have to prepare mm -hmm. um, to maintain the quarry. We have to ship all the way mm -hmm. to this country. But yeah, that's too bad. It's a, such a umami rich fish. So yes. yeah. Um, okay, and uh, so do you serve uh, kaiseki, like you said, like some appetizers? Two or three appetizers before sushi because it's sushi kaiseki menu. What kind of uh, dishes do you serve? Um, appetizers before sushi. Example, no, not only sushi but also Japanese food cuisine restaurants. So we use a vegetable and uh, uh, meat. Mm -hmm. uh, course also use a vegetable and uh, fruits. Right. Yeah, Kyoya signature is sesame tofu. Mm -hmm. uh, parchment and, uh, and the fig. Right. Fig tempura. Oh, wow. Are also available. Right. I remember the sesame tofu. But sesame mm. tofu, by the way, it's not the tofu. It's, a, yeah. it's the like a hummus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hummus, yes. Right. So no uh, soy. Soybeans. Yes. It's only uh, sesame. Sesame, yes. Right. So that's like so rich and creamy, and uh, I think you when I had dinner there, you topped it with uh, sea grapes. Sea grape, yeah. Yeah, umibudo. Ah, uh, yes. And that was amazing, and you added some yuba and uh, tomato. That was an interesting combination. Um, yeah. So, and also I think you um, aged uh, bonito. Aged jukse, jukse katsu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that there's a ginger, um, the, the aged bonito and myoga, Japanese ginger. Uh, it's not uh, aging. I was it not uh, aged? I, I didn't uh, aging uh, uh, bonito. Okay. Right. I, was, I thought it was aged because it's so rich, mummy. So, yeah. yeah. And... Yeah, by the way, I had a one at dinner. You had this, for sushi, you served hamachi, kohada. Kohada is like another shiny fish, which yes. is so yeah. perishable. You, you can almost see easily here. <laughs> and uh, that's a kohada for sushi, connoisseur's favorite. And the kamasu, that's barracuda, and um, the kuruma shrimp, otoro, and sea urchin, mm -hmm. and anago, and amazing uh, tamagoyaki egg. I think you used the yam with the shrimp. That was so good. And, uh, yeah, some other dishes. Mm. Anyway, so I was, loved you so much. Um, and uh, your sushi rice is a little al dente style. I think a little firmer than regular sushi mm. rice. Yeah, but this is not uh, particularly hard, but the taste of uh, sushi rice and the uh, fish is uh, in the mouth and uh, everyone can taste it. Mm, yeah. Right. Not too hard. Right, yeah, right. It's like a, yeah. it's not crunchy or anything, but it. there are two types, I think. I like both. But one is very flaky rice, but mm. yours is, it holds the fish on top. And as I chew rice and fish together, yes. it lingers longer. And mm. I really enjoyed that. So, so that's al dente style. Yes, still studying to uh, make, make sushi, like uh, cooked sushi, uh, cooked sushi rice. Right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, before you created your own style of sushi rice, how long did it take 
何年ぐらいかかりましたお寿司の寿司前完成させる。Uh, two years. Wow. To create all your own, with your own vinegar and salt and sugar balance and how much is cooked. Okay. And、uh, soはい。He's specialized in it, but I think aging fish for sushi is now kind of quiet boom in Japan、oh, and、yes. here as well. So that's why I asked. But,、um, so you never tried Akami yet, I guess. So,、um, yeah, but by the way,、um, how do you, you've been making sushi for 16 years in New York, so how do you describe the change in sushi culture in New York? Mm. There are many kinds of sushi restaurants in Japan. So I think there will be more, but I think only those that are 30 the New York will remain. The thing that was there. I will try to sushi survive.、Mm. Yeah. And I think with your. Hard work and other, you know, the same generation, talented、yeah. sushi chefs. I think it's going to thrive more. That's my opinion. And、uh, so, how do you compare the sushi culture、uh, in Japan and here?、Mm, I don't think it's that、uh, big difference, but uh, there are uh, many cheaper. And、uh, more delicious sushi restaurant in Japan.、Mm. So they sell also、uh, at the supermarket. Right. After all, going to a high end sushi restaurant is a special day.、Mm. Right. That's like,、uh, in my opinion, this New York City is like. The reflection of the social structure right、yeah. now. If you're rich, you can go to spend like $300 per person at the sushi place. But in Japan, if you go to a supermarket,、yes. you have sushi gray fish at really reasonable prices. So, unless the supply of fish changes, you may not get at the reasonable high quality sushi、yeah. like in Japan. But who knows? It may change. And I hear that fishermen here started to be more educated. Gradually to supply a, a higher quality, more carefully prepared 
fish to the market because the chefs pay for it. So we'll see. Um, so um, I heard there's a community of sushi chefs in New York. And for example, your friends of uh, Nozomu Abe of Sushi Nozu, who also came to the show on episode 126. And what do you, what, what do you discuss when you guys meet? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he had worked together before when I was a uh, sushi den. Mm. But we, we don't talk uh, about sushi. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> this is too hard enough of it. <laughs> yeah. So but recently he's busy. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. he's, he's yeah. also going to his place. So the second, third yeah. year now, right? Yeah, well, but you too, so. But, um, so, how many chefs in the group, like how many sushi friends, sushi chef friends do you have in New York? The last time, uh, I remember uh, 2000, end of 2018, mm. sushi, a Japanese chef coming, uh, 15? 50 people, 50, yeah. Yeah, so that's like a gathering, like a meeting. Yeah, meeting, yeah, end of year. Wow. Yeah. So, Bonenkai. Forget about the year meeting. Um, yeah, so then you don't talk about sushi when you guys meet? Yeah. That time, yeah, I talk about the sushi and the business. Mm. So, what, what about sushi, like uh, style of sushi? I'm just curious, you know, like... Because you, I think in Japan, sushi chefs tend to be on your own and make your sushi by yourself. But here, I think people are more connected. Like there's a network of people. And because you are, in a way, very unique position being a sushi chef in New York. So I thought this community is very strong, you know, has a very strong connection. But you don't talk anything about like often and Nihongo de Mayo. Yeah, I think I'm I'm trying to ask um, you know, how the group of chefs who's been supporting social culture in New York um are thinking. So Kono Sushibunka Sasai Tikita. Uh, yeah. So I think there will be more sushi restaurant various uh, type, uh, both in trim of price and style. Mm. Uh, what I hope is that uh, if the quality of local fish is Improving that they uh, can be uh, used sushi and uh, food using mm -hmm. a good balance of Japanese and uh, wild fish will protect the uh, ecosystem of uh, seafood. Mm, right. Yeah. I think it's going to be very important. I mean, everybody really needs to have healthy food, which means you, have, you want to eat more fish, yeah. but at the same time, we have to really preserve the resources from the oceans, so right, it's kind of a big topic. So maybe next time we can talk about that. Yeah. Right. All right. So, uh, so where can we find you online? Any website or 
social media account? Uh, I don't have a social media. You're too busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so listeners, if you want to know more about Kyoya, it's kyoyany.com. It's K-Y-O-Y-A-N-Y.com. So, uh, listeners, uh, Kyoya is the Katsushi sushi counter is just amazing. So, hope you get a chance to visit there. Uh, so, thank you so much for joining us, Katsushi. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at japanneeds at heritageradionetwork.org or kikoten.com. Japan Needs is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays and always available at heritageradionetwork.org, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. Our engineer is Matt Patterson, and thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Japan Needs is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network, good radio supported by you. For freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritageradionetwork. Heritage Radio Network is a non-profit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thank you for listening. <laughs>